There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to P.S. I Hate This Movie, a podcast where we take a realistic look into the unrealistic world of romantic comedies. I am your host, Sarah Hunt. And my name is James Petragallo. Welcome to, I don't even know what the hell to call this. Welcome to Divorce. Welcome to the First weird. Wives Club. Yeah, it's weird. Um, if this is your first week with us, welcome. If this is not your first week with us, welcome back. And thank you. For, and thank you. For your patronage. Yeah, thank we you for it. hanging out with us and for being you. And uh, as James mentioned, we are on Patreon. Uh, oh, that Patreon.com slash you got high gold. Y-O-U-G-O-T-H-E-I-G-L-D. I was just doing it like a like if you were leaving a general store. And then like the, you know, oh. like, thank you for your patronage. I was doing just one of those. But I that's even better. You know what, though, James? We are a general store because we have a little bit <laughs> of what true. you need. And some, of that, some extra. Yeah. And if you need like, a you know, an axle for a Model T, we got that in the back. Yeah. So we're pretty good. Exactly. <laughs> we got it all. Um, so, yes, we are on Patreon. Thank you so much for your Apple podcast reviews. Thank yes, you for your Patreon donations. Um, this week, we're going to be doing the Make Your Own Rom-Com game. Yes, and on we're Patreon. Gonna, not, on Patreon, yeah. sorry. Um, it's fun. We, she, you added an extra layer. Yes, I was going to say the extra, the extra element that I added is that the decades. So, you know, we'll have 1960s, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever. So we'll be taking in um, our main characters, our love interests, the jobs that they have and the plot points. And we'll be adding in decades. So that way we can't just like. Yeah, it's it's this, fun because otherwise you don't know where to cool, do. But the sky's the limit because then you have a lot of questions. But well, I feel yeah. like the questions would narrow down when I get if Dolly Parton. When I get Dolly Parton as my character, it could be any time in the last fifty years. Yeah, so exactly. You know, we need to narrow it so it helps. What we're trying to say is Dolly Parton should be our dictator. Okay. <laughs> Um, So yes, we'll be playing Make Your Own Rom-Com on Patreon this week, and we're adding the decades. Uh, Last week, we watched the movie Teen Witch. We um, did. In in light of Halloween. (laughs) That was something. No, it was great. It was not great. It was something. No. Yeah, I mean, that was, that, they really were trying hard at something and just missed on every like there, if there was a dartboard, yeah. they they didn't even hit the board. There's, no, <laughs> it's all stuck in the panel wall in the basement, all around it, all the darts. It's not and they've even, made a tower out of cups. Absolutely, it's just disaster. <laughs> they stopped throwing things at the dartboard and they just started building a they, tower. They gave up at they some were point. Just, they were well, like, let's some, do something else. At some point, the acid kicked in and yeah. then they got really fucked up. But this week we watched the movie The Great. No, nope. I was going to call it the Great First Wives Club, but it is great. And the I was Great just, First Wives yeah, Club. Like, so yeah, it's the First Wives Club. Um, and just a reminder, guys, we are doing three weeks on, one week off. Um, yes, we are. So I think we're in our second week here. This is our second week here with you. We we were a little late this week just because all the election stuff. We were like, I, that's, that's a we, lot of stuff going we on. We forgot can't what with day that. it was. So yeah, I we, just kind of yeah. feel like you guys did too. So we were like, let's just chill, let everybody. 
we couldn't compete with that. No. No. So we were just like, there's a lot going on. People uh, on every side are very much intrigued yeah. by this. So we're like, we're going to give it a couple of days and then yeah. we'll, we'll watch the first Wives Club and throw down. So, yeah, this way that the, it's actually about the movie instead of like, <laughs> yeah. you know, what county do they live in? What's yeah. the, who's I'm the county? I'm just happy I'm not going to have to hear about votes in terms of batches and dumps anymore. Yeah, don't stop really, taking dumps. <laughs> it was really kind of getting me. Every time they'd say, we got another batch and a dump of votes with the batches. And I'm like, ew. Batches and dumps? Jesus yeah, Christ, that's a little just, extreme. Yeah, just a so, dump of batches. I don't know. So, anyway, anyway we First Wives Club here. We watched the First Wives Club, uh, 1996, <laughs> one hour and 43 minutes, starring Goldie Sh- Hawn. Longer than it sounds. Yeah, yeah, it it was agonizing. Um, starring Goldie Hawn, Bette Midler, and Diane Keaton. The IMDb description Reunited by the death of a college friend, three divorced women seek revenge on the husbands who left them for younger women. Revenge! Revenge! This is some Shakespearean shit, too. Yeah, it really is. is The tagline is, uh, don't get mad, get everything. Damn. Get it, because divorce and revenge. They want some- Don't get mad, get everything. Get everything. But like, you're still allowed to be mad while you get everything. So you can do I both. Guess. Ladies, you can do both. I, th- I guess they just mean to focus more. If you don't want to be like, you can't be too mad. Well, yeah, because they didn't even have like- lose that, focus They like built room. an office and they yeah. made this like their full-time job. They needed to hire like plumbers and shit. Like this this is a no yeah. joke. They, they needed to oversee a project where literally they had to pick out- I don't think that they sh- were allowed to like per code be in that office. Oh, they had no, no hard hats on, nothing. Just Goldie with- their, with her hair flowing and everything like that, but they had to like pick out. Do you, you know, have a permit to work here? They like, had to pick yeah. out patterns and colors and and like yeah. a, you know, wallpaper and hire plumbers and there's a lot to do here. This yeah. was a lot going on. Yeah. These ladies were one of them's got doing a kid. something. Yeah, he doesn't seem to factor in well, with much. He, yeah, they, <laughs> he's yeah. just kind of there, and it's like, yeah, we don't worry about him. The the fun fact is that I only watched this movie for the first time this year. I've never. This is my second viewing. Really? Um, yeah, this was my second viewing. Um, I'm not mad at it. I'm not upset with the viewing. Um, I I think it's a good quality uh, movie. And James, if you are ready. That's so strange. You've never seen this movie so old. I just figured you would have seen it by now. All right. Well, well, let's do it. Let's get into this. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen, and I'm surprised that you're not like, because what movie did I just watch the other day? Oh. The Spaceballs. I hadn't seen that one either. That blew my mind because you love Mel Brooks. So I I'm love like, Mel what Brooks. The fuck, I don't know if I just didn't appreciate the Star Warsness of it, and I just never gave it a shot. I have no interest in Star Wars. Like no, no, and I don't know what my problem was. I should have just watched yeah. it, but I don't know if I was just like you know I'm not in love with the Star Wars thing. Like There's, I just don't yeah. care about it. Like space to me, it you know it bores the shit out of me. So yeah. I get it. I'm the same way. So I, yeah. I, but Spaceballs, it was just it was Mel Brooks. That's how it was introduced. Yeah, yeah, to me. yeah. So like, I definitely need to see this movie. I love Mel Brooks, but just like if it's a if it's it's a movie that takes place mostly in the water or in space or that's both of in us. like that's an how... airplane. I'm just like snooze. You want to know why we have a successful relationship? Because neither of us like movies that take place in space or in water. Both of yeah. us are bored by that. If one person I wants start... to watch a fucking submarine movie and the other one doesn't, your marriage will fail. Yeah. I'm telling you that right now. That it's should all be about that that's shit. your opening line, yeah. ladies. What's your what's your favorite in the water movie? <laughs> That's it. And if they go, none, you keep her. There you go. So I found one. All right, let's I don't do like this. them. No. Or if you like them, I apologize. I'm not trying to insult oh, your favorite movie. A lot of people movie. love them. It's, it's just fine. Not it's just for not us. for me. Yeah, I don't care. I if you start like really them, fantasizing great. about what chores I can do. I'm bored to shit. I can't. I'm like, take let's it. wrap it up. Okay, yep. anyway. 
Speaking of wrap it up, let's get into this. Uh, we start with a pop art montage, a uh, little intro title sequence thing with uh, cartoon retro ladies. And then we have a Diane Keaton uh, voiceover, and we're in college, the class of 1969. Yes. It's all the friends in college. It's all the girls. And what's funny is that they're the younger, they're these younger people, but they decided to use Bette Midler, Goldie Hawn, uh, Diane Keaton, and Stockard Channing's voices. So the, yeah, the girls are like so lip syncing it. And then it, yeah. Then you just hear the 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 very obvious ADR where it's like just slightly off. Yeah, it's like watching some people's like best TikToks, like those like the lip syncing, and you're like, that's not bad, but I know it's not you. It's a pretty good one there. You got yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So um, okay, that's awesome. Then it cuts to uh, Stockard Channing looking very sad and longingly at a picture of all of the girls celebrating after they graduated. Uh, she is drinking what looks like hard alcohol out of a um, tumbler. She is looking bummed. She, she doesn't look very happy. She looks like she thrilled. is a second away from just bursting it. The worst things I could do. Then to <laughs> like, pour myself a drink or two. two. It's that's when you're watching it, you're like, she has the same look on her face as when she's like looking at the longingly at the people. Take cold showers every day. day. I was cracking up. I'm like, oh my God, this is what happened to Rizzo. Look yeah. at this. I'm like, well, I mean, she looks like she's doing well for herself anyway. Yeah. I was pretty excited about she's that. She's successful. She's successful, clearly, yeah. but she's not happy. Um, So yeah, so she's not feeling very good. Uh, no, but yeah, so she's looking. Not. She's uh, drinking and looking at all of these, you know, you see all these newspaper headlines, like these newspapers on the bed, and it's that you can only assume it's her ex-husband because she's so mad and she's like, picking him up and throwing them. And Yeah. Why did she buy them? Th- yeah. That's the that other thing. Why good. would you do that? Yeah. What are you, what are you purchasing Because that wasn't that like the front of the New York Times. That no. was like a like a social... She purchased she, that. She sought out the aggravation. I agree with that. But yeah, and then I, she also... Okay, well, go on with what happens because it's, it won't make any sense. Well, okay. So she is... a You know, we can only glean that she is um, upset because this is her husband and they are divorced and he has gotten remarried. Um, and recently, based so on the title of the movie, yeah. that's all you can it's infer. It's the first wise club, and you're like, okay, so she's drunk, and then she's mad at a newspaper. Who's on the newspaper? It's probably that man, and not Heather Graham. So, <laughs> like, it's probably also Heather Graham, but yeah. not quite as much on Heather Graham's blame plate. The, exactly. Exactly. So, she's just involved, Heather Graham, but it's mostly about peripheral. the ex-husband. Yeah, Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, peripheral by, involvement by, by Heather association. Graham. Yeah, Heather so, Graham by association. So she's all upset, and then she grabs her pearls because the pearls that she, you know, it's her and the girls had the pearls at college and whatever, and she gives them to her these housekeeper. These are my college pearls. Yeah. These, these, these are my college girl pearls. These mean a lot to me. We all had pearls in college, and they're very important. There were things I could do. <laughs> That's what I expected. But this never happened. It did seem like she should have broken out in the it, song. She was at the same look on her fish. That's her acting yeah. move. Or it would be... Okay, so anyway, so she gives the pearls to the housekeeper, and then she also gives her two, like, like two or three, like, cards with an envelope. Yeah, okay. yeah. Now... Then it goes to the next morning where she's still drinking and she puts on her fur coat and she goes and stands outside. 
on the balcony. And you'd think that she would be singing the song, You Don't Own Me, at this time. Yes. Because otherwise, it doesn't make sense why they sing that song or why they bring that song up. They just wanted to have it for the trailer. Like, I get it that it's, you know, (laughs) like it's a good Leslie Gore song and love that. Yeah, but they're like, I think honestly, they're like, all right, we need something in the trailer where ladies. Like, lady bashing, uh, like, lady, like men bashing. Not even, just ladies having a chorus line where the other ladies look like, where these other ladies are going to see it and think it looks like fun. That's all. Nope, That's nope, all it nope. was. It's because, uh, excuse me, we're, we're women of the 90s. Okay? Oh, that's so right. Yeah, it's very much so. You don't own me. We're yeah. women of the 90s. Yeah. And oh, by the way, my daughter's a lesbian, and that's great. And that's great. But they make a, it like... She's a big lesbian. It's a huge deal, yeah. but it's fine. Yeah. That's what's funny. It's that it's still it's still an enormous deal. They make it like, oh, my God. like But yeah. but she's okay with it. So yeah. it's it's like... it's. It's it's funny. I mean, good for Diane Keaton for being fine with it. But I mean, yeah. obviously, we don't want her. To... Everybody should take a page from Diane Keaton. That she was, was good. Just yeah, like, great. Love that for you. But even like the everybody took it as like it was. And the she respected deal in the world. her daughter's wishes to to break the news to the her father. dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not necessarily the grandma, but I don't yeah. know if that the was dad, like... break the news because the dad would be upset about it. Well, assumingly, she said, "I would Diane like Keaton. to yeah. tell. I would like to tell my dad that I yeah. want. To, I was like, I want to break the news to him. Or I don't know. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she, uh, soccer Channing waves to her neighbor who's on the treadmill or the elliptical trainer upstairs, and she's like, hi. And she looks young and whatever. And soccer Channing looks very upset uh, by this, <laughs> and she is uh, jumping onto the uh, railing, and it's assumed that." Yeah. Stocker Channing. She wasn't, didn't pull like a Jenny from Forrest Gump. She yeah. actually took the dive. So um, Diane Keaton is looking so very 90s. Diane Keaton here. Um, and she's. High, high baggy pants. High baggy, like tan pants. They're, wow. The circle tinted Damn. glasses. Yeah, she is. The <sighs> turtleneck vest combo. Man. Oh. A, 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 that or dress shirt button to the fucking top. <laughs> oh. A, yeah. Gorgeous. She, she is hardcore 1990. Yeah. Was this 94? 96. 96. She she is very much blunt bobbing it hard. Older, you know, middle-aged lady 96. Yeah. This is like, you know, if your friend's mom was doing well, that's what she looked like yeah. in 1996, you know. Yep. She's on her game. Big pea coat looking yeah. fucking great. That's <laughs> a good job. Yeah. Has, yeah um so anyway, so she is looking very 90s and the daughter is you know, she, we see the daughter and um, we see the photo of all the girls from college by the voicemail, the answering machine. Uh, yeah, the voicemail. I miss answering machines. Um, anyway, I know we have them and I don't listen to them anymore, no. but I like the excitement because we carry our phones with us the whole time. Plus, don't you miss playing with a little tape? I don't know what that yeah, was. Yeah, it was fun. It, you felt like a spy because it's a little yeah. mini tape. So you were like, hmm, you're switching it out. You <laughs> felt like you should slip it in a jacket pocket when no one's looking. Put it in an envelope yeah, it's and hand it, felt it to like. somebody it in the back cool. alley. Huge yeah. pain in the ass, obviously. obviously. This is way better and much yeah. easier now. I'm not like, oh, that's better. But there's something about a, a little even, cassette tape. It's even so cool. awesome now with the voicemails because I don't even have to listen to it. I can just oh, read shit, the transcript no. and try to figure it out. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do with voicemails. I read the transcript like, and I'm like, mm, like it's, okay, I could. It's, it's that person. I'll call this enough. person back. Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> okay. So anyway, the daughter is here and she's very upset with Diane Keaton because Diane Keaton stayed at Dad's house. Um, it seems like they're not together at this point. Like if you've never seen this movie before, it seems like Diane Keaton and her husband are on the outs. And the daughter is like, "Listen, Mom, I really thought that I, you know." Yeah. Well, he doesn't live there. She was with. Yeah. Them. So yeah, they're definitely not doing well. I yeah. don't think if they're not living in the. 
same place. So the daughter does not seem to approve, but Diane Keaton's mom does seem to approve. She's like, oh, you got your senses back and, you know, whatever. Um, The daughter tells her mom that she is a lesbian and she'd like to break the news to dad. This daughter seems like she's only interested in just, like, really damaging her father's... But while being nice to him and calling him daddy all the time, it's very strange, like, but in a manipulative way. And then once you find out who he is, you're like, okay, I hate him too. That's fine. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to who the dad is in a minute. Goldie Hawn. um, He deserves everything he gets. Yeah, he sucks. Um, Okay, so uh, Goldie Hawn um, wants to do some more cosmetic surgeries. We're just introduced to her character now. You don't need it, Goldie. No, you're... Gorgeous. You're Goldie fucking on. No, that this You're perfect first wives club that haircut that Goldie Hawn has. Ideally, I'd love that mop on my head. Oh that's, my god, that's, that's beautiful. It's top notch Goldie Hawn too. It's, that that hairdo. It's a good, it's good feathered bang. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Like, the, like a curtain bang. It's oh. big. It's got. It's going places. It's layered, I don't know how to fucking describe it. I'm, I'm a guy. I don't know how to it's describe it. It's voluptuous. Yeah. It's divine. I said this during the movie. I was like, it, it's kind of unfair for Goldie Hawn because if you look at her, you're either the funny one or you are the hot. hot one and she somehow is the is the hot fun that's not fair yeah like in in movies you don't see that like other but people are like that's fucked up other actresses got to be like all right that's fucked up that's just not fair how do i you know i will say that the trio doesn't exist a lot the trio of these ladies was it was very dynamic because well, yeah, goldie hawn is Keaton's the hot great. and the fat one diane keaton's the great. hot and the fat one no why did i say that I don't know. the hot like one the and hot. the funny one yeah. she's not fat at all they're all um, funny diane keaton is great bet miller is great. hilarious i love her diane keaton's america's aunt and yes, then, uh, Aunt Diane. Oh, Aunt my Diane. God, I and love then, her. And then you got Bette Midler, who's, you know, I don't know, she's Bette Midler. So she's everybody's a, other She's aunt. always pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's everybody's fun aunt that, you know. Yeah, smokes know. pot with you in the outside. Yeah, talks shit with you. She's yeah. good. She tells you what the stuff your mom did when she was a kid. Yeah. You, know, you can you, sit outside at her house and drink some wine. Yeah, exactly. With, whatever. Cool Aunt Bette. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, that Rob Reiner is her doctor. He says he won't do it. Um, apparently Goldie Hawn is also divorced now. So yeah. he's like, I don't care what you do. Like, it's not a big deal. You have to face the music. Yeah. She, I can't give you enough. If I give you're you any 45. more collagen, you're going to look like your lips got sucked into a vacuum cleaner. That's, yeah. That was the thing. And she's yeah. like, well, what about this? And then he had another, you're going to look like I yeah. do this if I do that. Too. Yeah. He had a, yeah. He had a you're going to look like. He really cared about her because he did. he's like listen i'm not gonna operate on your face anymore it's too much he told which her, is good you need it you need yeah. rob reiner he told you you're 45 when yeah. you start playing parts that are for you that's what i mean and yeah. also like age gracefully you don't need to do, like, like i mean like darcy on 90 day fiance like oh my god yeah that, what are you gonna yeah. look like when you're 60 girl that's Oh, and again, when is it going to be enough? I'm not taking any shots. I get no, no, it. If no, you no, vanity, great. I understand if you want to. Yeah. You want to look your best, and however it makes you feel good. But that's the thing, though. A person like Darcy and State, like they take it to an extreme. That's, where you're like yeah. you're in your mid 40s. When is it going to be enough? You have now. You are on maintenance duty for yeah. like 14 different things yeah. till you die. Like yeah. if you ever don't have the money or just get tired of it, then you're you're gonna. I don't know. It's just, you're not going to be happy. I, I feel. No. I feel like. 
I, I don't know. I just feel like there's there's a there's pain in the future for anybody who's yeah. like so rebuilding wait, yeah. themselves at go 40. ahead do any improvement yeah, to yourself yeah. that you want to do as long as it makes you happy and yeah. it's not just you don't know. make it an addiction like people yes. have like some yes. people have like addictions and it, it becomes yeah. almost a, yep. a thing that they can't stop doing because yeah. it's like you know you're wonderful well just one more little tuck and just one more little thing and yeah. well, if I lift that one thing a little more and then it'll be perfect is and, that a wrinkle. Yeah, and then they pull this out, yeah. so then that looks weird, and then you're, you know, everything you do has a, yeah, it's like physics. Yeah. Um, so when an opposite reaction. We meet uh, Bette Midler and her son, and she's screaming at her son. Um, on, in their apartment, did you see this wall art? It was just A, B, C, D, E, F, A, B, C, D, E, F, like yeah, what over the hell and over and over again, and I was like, I don't know what that I was. I have the first couple of letters of the alphabet. What was it from a kindergarten Art? class? They jacket from it. it was what like, happened? It was like huge. Yeah, and had a really like ornate, like in the living space, not yeah. in a bedroom or yeah. It was really just weird. To let you know, this is the beginning of the alphabet. <laughs> Repeatedly. Anyway, so just she's get, just to get you started. She's making her son <laughs> listen to um, a Hebrew tape um, in his cassette player so that he can learn how to up. play Hebrew. Uh, speak Hebrew, not play <laughs> Hebrew. Son, go play Hebrew now. Oh my God. <laughs> go play. My brain is not working. Okay. He go can outside learn and play Hebrew. Hebrew for his bar mitzvah because his father is paying for his bar mitzvah and his bar mitzvah only. Yeah. So obviously we understand that she is also divorced and her ex-husband is a turd. Apparently. And doesn't he'll only pay like he doesn't help her out with no, money. He no. just only is going to pay for the bar mitzvah. So that yeah, like, she's yeah. she's poor. That's her. Like Goldie Hawn is the like rich, famous one, glamorous one. Yeah. Diane Keaton's like the studious one, and she's also a big pushover. And she's a pushover. And then Bette Midler's the mouthy poor one, who they keep calling fat, even though she's not really. Fat. They she's so yeah exactly. Everyone in this movie Diane calls her Keaton fat three is times. The pushover. Yeah. And then uh, Goldie Hawn is like, she's a drunk, but she's like, you know, rich and pretty and whatever. Yeah, and famous. And, and has famous and has that stuff. And then like the only thing that they have to say about Bette Midler is that she's a mom and she's fat. She's a mom, she's mouthy, and she's fat. That's and all they like, say. I was like, I love her. Like, oh. what are you talking about? She's not even fat at all. At one point they describe about her, I think it's Diane Keaton that says, and you have the verbal stuff like she's trying, like you you talk good <laughs> that was basically oh my what god she said. yeah was like, it was oh. really it's it's embarrassing she's not even that's the thing but she's, she's not, not real, fat she's not fat she's i mean she's not like size fucking two she's not goldie no, on she looks but great. she she's looks great. fine she's, yeah. yeah i don't understand why they keep calling her fat she yeah. has to wear two in the beginning later on her character loses weight and then she's like just as herself yeah but so in the beginning wear, like, she wears like big frumpy clothes to try to make herself look heavier because she's not that heavy no. so it's it's weird yeah yeah and then uh, i love that the insult is that like you like pie i'm like yeah everybody likes pie yeah. i love pie what i would love doing? some pie yeah uh, we can stop right now call it a night and i'll eat pie if you say i have pie we need to stop recording <laughs> i will say goodbye we do have lemon meringue pie go haggle yourselves everybody we're eating okay pie. anyway so the whole gang is divorced is what we understand all divorced well and well, one not of them reason no she's separated separated but stalker channing well, she's divorced as well. She's divorced. So, yeah, um, Diane maybe. Keaton tells her mom that she is controlling, according to her therapist. So, like, one of the main storylines in this movie is that Diane Keaton is seeing a therapist. Yes. And she's really, um, I think, see, I think she's seeing some benefits from yeah. it. It seems like she's learning to apologize less and she's, like, working on But essentially, she's seeing the therapist to try to get back together with her husband. Exactly. And therapy in the 90s was a 
very like prominent. I mean, it is now, but in the '90s, it was like it was in everything. I mean, yeah. Frasier was a number one show. The fucking Sopranos was around that. To mm-hmm. Analyze this, all that shit. Yeah. Therapy was a big deal. They even have the kind of trendy at the time setup of the her on like the the lounge with the with the doctor behind her. Yeah, talking like which seems really odd. That is very. It's odd. an odd. Around. I'd be like, where? Have, or what the fuck are you doing back there? I'm yeah. constantly cranking my head around, going, um, can we just, my neck is hurting now. Um, Diane Keaton and her mom are walking home, and they find out that once they get in the house, they find out that Stalker Channing has committed suicide on, um, like they hear it on the news. Yeah. Um, and uh, then Goldie Hawn, she's going out to go get a newspaper or coffee or whatever and she sees on a tabloid that Stalker Channing um is has passed and uh Goldie shows up to the funeral with um Maggie Smith I think it is she passed a bunch of windows on the way down that's what she passed oh boom Stalker Channing take that that's not good I don't know why <laughs> but, but I, I don't know. Like this whole thing is based around oh poor Stalker Channing, but like she's a privileged ass. She was fuck, she like, was neglected as a wife. Fuck out of here. She's rich and fucking privileged and can do anything with her with her life. There's a lot of women who would throw her off that balcony to be in her goddamn place, That's and she's true. going. Oh, it's worst thing. Life's I hard. Do. I'm so drunk and sad in my mink coat. I'll jump off the balcony, man. But she, it's ridiculous. We're not trying to dismiss her sadness. I'm not dismissing sadness. I'm just saying. But it's good then, because what the girls build at the end would have helped somebody like her. Maybe she could have talked to somebody. And that's a separate issue. You're right. You're right. But that's a separate issue. Where do you like, because you always feel bad and you don't want anybody to be suicidal, obviously. Depression's a huge thing and we all go through this and some people obviously way worse than others. But at what point does it become, oh, fuck you with your privileged ass. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. At what point? I don't know. You know what I mean? If, If... who does it, you know, like, where's the line of where we're, we're angry at them, not for killing themselves, but being like, what are you so damn sad about? My life is way worse than yours. Yeah, there's a lot of people that had that's harder what I mean. than Stockard yeah. Channing's, yeah. That's what I'm saying, like yeah. that line. So that's where I was going with that anyway, so. Um, it looks like Stockard Channing's ex-husband showed up to the funeral with his new wife, Heather Graham. Um, mm-hmm. Diane Keaton's there with her mom. Um, Bette Midler's there with some... Uh, interior designer friend or something Bronson like that. Bronson Pinchot. Balky Bartokamas for you 80 sitcoms oh. fan, fans there. And then uh, Goldie Hawn shows up with Maggie Smith. So, you know, we learned that showing up with Maggie Smith is a big deal. I don't know why. Apparently. Um, but, I mean, I would want to go, ha- I would want to go hang out with them. So, I, I don't, hey, that's fine. Why not? Um, uh, <laughs> Diane Keaton, Goldie Hawn, and, oh my God, no, no. Because they're so disgusted with his appearance. Like, like, O.J. Simpson, uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson biopic. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, Selma, we golf Selma Blair. Yeah. When uh, O.J. showed up to Nicole's funeral, and yeah, when, like, uh, yeah. I and I do say O.J. not Cuba Gooding Jr. because yeah. it, he was clearly O.J. He was embodying O.J. Yeah. at the moment. Method acting. Oh, to the um, extreme. Selma Blair was like, I can't believe that he came. Like that's what <laughs> these people were acting like. They yeah. were acting like I can't believe that he came because it's obviously his fault that yeah that she was she's sad dad she's yeah. you know not with us anymore which I mean so let's say you don't like somebody so you're supposed to be 
you're supposed to stay with them so they don't throw yeah. themselves off but the they, fucking balcony. They I don't were understand just, that. They were just really acting like I can't believe that he. Like, of course, like, yeah. that's his ex-wife. It maybe he shouldn't have brought Heather die. Graham. I, that was a little. Yeah, I mean that's uh, classless. But it is his, if they're married. It is his fucking wife. So and I mean, also I don't know. it. It was so funny because then somebody was like, well, you have no idea what he's feeling. And then it cuts to him and he's like rubbing Heather Graham's boob with his finger. Which is a lot. I was like, yeah. um, at the yeah. funeral? Like in your front yeah. row. Yeah. No, he's right up in viewing area Sir, there. He's... No, that's not good. Don't be rubbing Heather Graham's boob at the funeral. If his wife's ghost came out of her body, that's the first thing they would say would be. And she should absolutely smack rubbing. him across the face. The guy would be like, <laughs> okay, Gil? Yeah. <laughs> We're it's gonna have funny. problems. It's I'm haunting funny. you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna haunt both of you. Um, Diane Keaton, Goldie Hawn, and Bette Midler catch up after the funeral. Um, Goldie Hawn has the haircut of my dreams, like I said. Um, Diane Keaton is super awkward. They obviously haven't seen each other in years. Um, yeah, which Diane was so refreshing very... to watch because uh, now you have to like add people on Facebook or on Instagram, like if you've yeah. only worked with them for like two hours at work. And, or You're like when I was in high school, like I was friends with everybody. And I'm like, why? It's the no. I don't want, and then they're like, do you want to come to the 10 year reunion? No. No. I've been keeping up with everything that you guys have been doing on Facebook. I don't Seen need all to, of you. yeah. I know how many hairstyles you've been through. I know you have, yeah. your kid is eight months and then nine months and then 10 months and then 11 months and, that's what I mean. I know That's, what foods they like to eat. Like, I know everything. All my old friends, I'm like, mm, I'm going to just predict you're fatter and half of you are balder. That's, it. <laughs> that's my prediction. But I mean, that's, that's so, I just, I, I keep up with all of them. And I'm like, I don't need to go to yeah. a bar and hang out with you. Shit, no. No. It's elastic. I didn't want to hang out with these people then. No. I like, only, I had to because it was the only geographical proximity I had yeah. to everybody. So. Do you, do you want to FaceTime me and we could talk on the phone and eat Funyuns at the same time? Like, that's what we got. I'll do that with you. Not, well, we don't have to FaceTime each other. No, but I'll eat Funyuns with you. Let's do that. Okay. So anyway. After the um, pie. Oh no, maybe before. <laughs> okay. So, uh, they're all saying that their friend, uh, Stocker Channing, um, they're very sad for her and I think it's because they're divorced as well because they're like she gave him the best years of her life and like they they all feel they're 45 that's the other they're thing they're not like we'll never find love you guys are all beautiful and that's and, you're and that's, a, that's a time period thing too because yeah. in the 90s like Oh, yeah, this is the 90s. Yeah, 45, for any men, women like that, you were done. Like, it was like, oh, Christ, start over at 45. Just yeah. get a fucking cat, man, because it's over. That's yep. what it was. for, And it was. It shouldn't be like that, but that's how people took it. 45, you are done. 45 now, people are like, I'm going to start college, and yeah. then I'm going to do this. They act like they're going to live to be 120 exactly. now. People are just, they just go and do shit until they drop dead. So yeah. it's a different thing now. Nobody thinks no. about age. but So when you watch it now with this eye. They're like, we're half dead. Oh, they're like mostly dead. They're yeah. like, I mean, Christ, we're pretty much into retirement And they keep calling here. these people's first wives as she's 12. She's 12 and bulimic. and She's a toddler. She's a toddler, yeah. She's in eighth grade or whatever. And I'm like, it's you like, guys are only 45. Yeah, that's what I mean. That, that, that chick's 24. You yeah. know? Sarah Jessica Parker looks the same age as Goldie Hawn. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry, but I fucking said it. She looks the same age as Goldie Hawn. She doesn't look 12 at all. They, yeah. they should have switched her and Heather Graham. They really should have. Heather least, Graham looks young. Well, you could. Well, she was really young back then. She was yeah. like 19 years old back then, but... She was super fucking, maybe 20, 21 or something have to look back that then. Up. That's wild. Because when she was in Drugstore Cowboy, she was like 18. Oh, yeah. She was really fucking young. 
Um, so Goldie reveals to uh, Diane Keaton and Bette Midler that she is divorced, and Bette Midler reveals that she is divorced, and she says that her ex husband Morty uh, has a new girlfriend. She's 12 years old. She's a toddler. She's 100 pounds. Yeah. Uh, Diane Keaton is in denial about her marriage. She thinks her marriage is fine, but does end up revealing that they are separated. The gals are giggling about that. Um, and then uh, one of my favorite lines here is, come on, Brenda, it's the 90s, for God's sakes. They say that line, it's the 90s, it's is the used 90s. several times in this movie. Well, it's the 90s. It was like, eh. you could get out of a scene yeah. with it's the 90s That's and a shrug 90s. of the shoulder and walk yeah. out of the room and then you just go to or, the next scene. Why, that was a why, perfectly... are, you, why are you doing that? Because it's the 90s. It's the 90s. That's what I mean. Okay. <laughs> you can answer a question that didn't have an answer with it's the 90s and yeah. a shrug and if you turn, that's you could cut on that and that was the mm-hmm. end of a fucking... So you could cut to commercial yeah. on a sitcom on that. Like it's, That's the 90s. For yeah. 10 years, people could do that. What a gift yeah. to poor comedy writers at that oh. point. Stuck I guess we could do writers. that now. We could be like, "That's 2020." That, it's well, 2020. yeah, for one year. Well, that's 20. But that would be like, well, I don't know. My car caught on fire, which then caught my house on fire, which made it blow up, killed five endangered bald eagles out of the sky. <laughs> They fell while still burning, burning all of my neighbors' homes. Oh, and I just tested positive for the coronavirus. <laughs> Seventeen infants died in a, at a babysitter's house over there. I have the fucking coronavirus, and uh, and Belarus just took over uh, North Dakota, and that's what's going on in 2020. You'd be like, what the fuck is happening? I don't understand. That's different. It's different then. That's the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the 90s. It's a like, little bit more yeah. like, it's definitely going to be like, uh, well, it's 2020. That's like- the 90s. It'd be like, I can drink a couple glasses of wine and blow a guy by a dumpster. That's the 90s. And you can walk away and people be like, I know. That's fine. But yeah, <laughs> not quite 2020. So the gals are drunk now and they are, you know, now it's the evening. Lunch has turned into dinner and they're talking about being... Um, Women of a certain age, again, 45, that's not a certain age, but anyway. No, no, they're perfectly viable, all of these women. Another line from Bette Midler, which kind of gives you the vibe of what apparently 45-year-olds were thinking in 1996, is bye-bye, love, hello, Pop-Tarts. And I'm like, what's wrong with that? I mean, (laughs) I like Pop-Tarts. Yeah. The theme of this movie is you hit 40, if you don't have a man, get a cat, because it is (laughs) fucking over. I felt so bad. Get yourself some big pants and a cat because it's <laughs> <laughs> you are fucked. <laughs> you are super done. <laughs> That's it. And in the nineties, your pants were so like they were so like your the pant leg. Yeah. It was a real wide leg. That was a wide on ladies' pants. We're talking yeah. like dressed like adult women's dress pants was like hmm. What's they used? You could have done like a like a giant hotel windows drapes, and they just turn them <laughs> into one small woman's pants somehow. They're just so wide. How wide were yeah, your legs? Because you couldn't Diane even see your Keaton, feet. Diane Keaton's pants. She could, have, she could have safely landed to the ground yeah. had she jumped off the balcony. And they could have been, and her, her she'd be like, damn it. And her belt could have been attached to her bra because the pants were that high. Oh my God. Bra and level. they were still, like, the pants were still, like, to the ground. To the ground. I mean, you couldn't see feet, man. They were just, no. they covered the whole feet. It was like women's dress jankos. That's yeah. what they were, basically. If you're, yeah. If you're more older than 17 years old, you'll know what that's that is. the 90s. That's the 90s. And then they'd walk away. Um, OK, so Diane Keaton is at the therapist's <laughs> office <laughs> now. And uh, the therapist seems 
to be asking her a lot of questions like about her self-esteem mm. and all of that stuff. And she's talking to Diane Keaton about how nice she is. Yeah, she's saying you're too nice and yeah. you gotta you gotta assert yourself. So she says to get angry and like hit me with this like this pool like, noodle water yeah, gun. Which again was a nineties thing. You'd see yeah. that a lot in movies and TV, like the you know, hit each other therapy. Yeah. It's very And weird. so she's like, hit me, and I'm like, Wow, what a crazy therapy appointment. Well, like is this now. is this fight club? <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. If Diane Keaton got up and just jacked her with a forearm in the teeth, I would have If it was the First Wives it. Fight Club, oh, oh my God. That's what a, a movie. missed opportunity. Now, how did they? nobody make that and they're like, as a parody? Ah, he's dating a 12-year-old. Yeah. Ah, like, and like fighting like somebody. Now, first Fight Club came out like, what, three years later? So I, so. Oh, wait. I must say, SNL, you really swing and a miss on that one. For first the second, Wives Club, Fight for Club. For the second Fight Club came out, you didn't make First Wives Fight Club as a sketch. You, you have an up. opportunity to make it now. No one would get it now. No one watches SNL unless That's they're true. eight. I think it's like nine and under watch SNL now, I think. You right? think? Yeah, I believe so. I don't know. I yeah. love that 80 Bryant. Yeah, she's funny, but that doesn't make. I'm not going to watch okay. a show with 45 people in it for one. No, one person who's funny every third sketch. Goldie Hawn and um, Victor Garber, who plays Mr. Mr. Andrews on the Titanic. Yeah, um, we are at Goldie Hawn's and his divorce proceedings. Uh, there's random voiceover of Diane Keaton throughout the movie, where like she, it's almost like they just yeah. were like, okay, let's try to advance this because we don't know what transitional scene that was to film not here, a, but it was never consistent. That was not in the script, guaranteed. Oh yeah, that's one of those when they edit it, they're like, we need like a something we to make like, this. What, what are they doing? We need like 25 yeah. more minutes of scenes to explain some of this, or stuff. we'll just have Diane Keaton do some voiceover. Yeah. All right, let's. So they it. they settled for voiceover. Um, Bette Midler is the dark-haired, frumpy friend, um, and she sees her ex-husband at a grocery, uh, uh, like a you know shopping mall or whatever. She's with Bronson Pinchot, and um, she sees Morty in the store, and so she starts verbally Morty, assaulting him. Morty, by the way, him. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Morty is Nick Tortelli on Yay, Cheers. Hey, Nick Tortelli, <laughs> whose daughter-in-law was in Teen Witch there on, oh, on yeah. Cheers. His Cheers daughter-in-law. So the '90s movies and late '80s, they just fucking rated cheers cast that's all yeah. it was everything was everybody was on cheers at some point yeah and nick tortelli's and in all of our movies he's been in all of our movies he's always a dad he's, he's always clueless a, dad yeah. he's he's in everything it's fucking crazy i don't know what it's so strange he worked so much i don't remember him working this much that time period but no. god damn it is he in everything maybe he should run for president nick tortelli yeah i think he's is he alive let me look that up really I think quick. so. I, he's pretty old, I think. But, I mean, so is the other two running for president, I guess. No, it time, says so. he is 80. All right, well. So we could have Nick Tortelli or the ghost of Nick Tortelli. The ghost of Nick Tortelli, <laughs> 2024. 2024, the, the disembodied spirit of the actor who played Nick Tortelli. Everybody's favorite dad. But he has to play be playing Nick Tortelli the whole okay. time. Okay, so... um. <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker is his new girlfriend, and she's a total asshole um, to Bette Midler. She makes a comment about yeah. how fat Bette Midler she's is. Like, I was like, wow, ballsy move. She's like, why don't you try to find something in your size and makes like a big... Yeah, rude. Like, I'm Damn. like, um, okay, first of all, pretty sure Bette Midler could throw you against the yeah. wall. No probs. Well, yeah. And also, like, why wouldn't you just sit there and just be quiet? 
that's the other thing. And, you know, and you fuck don't have that. To, yeah. Bette Midler is a gem. She should have said. She is. I wish she could have looked deep in her eyes and, and just said, when you're. <laughs> By the time the 2010s come around, you'll be able to play a witch without any makeup. Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, don't Have a worry good about one. It. Take I a fucking to, hike. I'm going to have to have a lot little of makeup twat. on. Yeah. Because I am an angel. Because I'm an angel. Exactly. That's what Bette Midler should have said. Yeah. But that would have been really making fun of more. That's biased writing. That's biased writing. And they had no idea. They had no idea what was going to happen to Sarah yeah. Jessica Parker as well. No, we had no idea. No. Anyway, um, so Goldie Hawn is getting drinks with Timothy Oliphant. Um, it seems to be a meeting about like a movie or something. Yeah, he's a director, a and hot young director. He, um, as they say, he is making weird comments about showcasing. You know that she's going to be the mother, he's and like, that showcasing every yeah, wrinkle. He's like, like overhead lighting, unforgiving, every crack, every wrinkle. I want to see yeah. like as the crypt keeper. It's so she, rude. Yeah, he, she was like, oh god. Yeah, I would be horrified. She thought she like, was playing the daughter, not the mother. That's a very Jenna Maroney was the, exactly. thing that happened. One, I, when she was doing that, I'm like, oh my God, this is very 30 Rock. <laughs> the mother. They want me to play the mother. She had the exact same scene yeah. as Jenna Maroney yeah. later on. Uh, Goldie Hawn is getting plastered at the bar, as she should be, because they were treating her like she was ancient and she looks great. Looks terrific. Um, Diane Keaton is... Nowadays, she could. Nowadays, that actress would crush. She'd yeah. work in that. She'd be a leading lady all over the place. Uh, Diane Keaton's mom had the line of the movie where she. So we cut to them, and then she says to Diane Keaton, "I don't mean to criticize, but you have no feel for noodles." <laughs> I love that. Well, <laughs> Keaton just looks at her like I. I don't even know how to take that. That was the, <laughs> the look. Diane Keaton's such a it's, great actress. It's valid criticism. It is. She's such a great act- actress. The way she looked at her was perfect. Like, I don't even know how to respond to that. Some people so good. really do not have a feel for noodles. No, and you're like, don't. what is this macaroni salad that you have given Why me? Why did you do this mushy shit? It's Why? In, yeah. Macaroni shouldn't be in shreds. Well, what did you no, do to this? Too what much. What has happened? Or it's it crunchy. It needs to just be a little bit over al dente. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. That's anyway, what I mean, depending on what you're it's a playing. minute over al dente. If the box Maybe. says that, that, yeah, but you go like thirty seconds, you look at you it. You pull one out and you eat it. What yeah. the fuck? That's yeah. what I always did when you're a kid in you an Italian your family. Your your lip is the lip that's getting burned. They'll call you over and go, "Ma, come here, taste, ma, taste the pasta." And you have to. Yeah, that's you, your job. Yeah, this is your sacrifice. To taste it and go lip. one more minute, and then yeah. they go. But they trust the eight year old to tell yeah. them one more minute, even you're though like, this cool. whole dinner for everybody. It's cool. I just I, I'll have like a blister on my lip, grandma. <laughs> Oh, and they want you to put it right, no blowing on. She's like, hurry up, because then you're not going to know if it's accurate it with the of, other noodles. So. Noodles is a matter of inches. To throw it in your mouth. She's already burned herself yeah. on three of them, I'm sure. Yeah. So anyway, um, <laughs> Bette Midler. Oh, okay. So uh, the Diane Keaton's husband wants to have dinner with her. She's like, oh, my God, I bet you he's in, he's over all of his commitment phobia and if I'm going to poison him or not. Uh, Bette Midler goes to dinner by herself and they make a big deal out of it. He's like, oh, are you here alone then, to like yeah. take the chair? And, and I'm like, they I take the chair and bring her a cat and just put it in oh, her lap. That, yeah, they might as well. That's, I was so sad for so her. so fucking ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. She's a nice lady dressed nice going out to eat by herself. Who yeah, gives I'm a sorry. Shit? Is happy. her alone ass? Is her money not good? Yeah. My, my money, money's green. It spends here, right? If I see a woman eating alone in a restaurant, like I'm not like, oh, that poor lady. I'm like, oh man, she's good for her. She probably got out of the yeah, house. Yeah, so I mean, I'm like, good for her, man. She's doing her thing. Fuck yeah. 
She doesn't. She's getting some time to herself. Yeah, this she's is good. Getting some time out of the house yeah. for a minute. Good Even for if you. she's single, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. She's just. She's doing her thing. Um. So, uh, Diane Keaton. It turns out her husband is the guy from Seventh Heaven. The diddler. The diddler. Her husband. The dad from Seventh Heaven. He deserves everything he gets. He sucks. And he's the least offensive husband too. Yeah. That's the thing. He's not fucking a teenager. He's not um, Victor. He's not, uh, you know, he's, he's not, not like, an embezzler. Yeah. He's not like, he didn't do, do any crimes. Yeah. No he's, mafia involvement. Nothing. It's just Diane Keaton helped him a lot with his business. Yeah. That was the, that's the only. She like bought part of it and then he still got to stay on. Later on. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, yeah, he got um, the least, uh, yeah. his ass kicked too. Um, Diane Keaton um, ends up making out with him and apparently they, you know, had sex earlier on in the evening. He's She's talking robe. about moving him in. Um, and he tells her that he loves her, but he wants a divorce. They had just banged, so gross. Um, the therapist shows up, and she is Seventh Heaven Guy's new girlfriend. Disgusting. Um, oh, yeah. But that's Diane Keaton's therapist, so she's very upset, understandably so. Yeah, it's like illegal. And she didn't mention once, like, she's like, oh, this is your girlfriend, and blah, blah, blah. And then she didn't say, like, oh, my God, we just had sex. Like, yeah. Because I feel like the therapist deserves to know that. We just banged. We just had sex, so you might want to have him take a shower first before, yeah. you know, because obviously you're here to, I don't know. Um, you're in a hotel room, so. Anyway, so I was just like, expose this man for being disgusting. Yes, and he also just had sex, and like also, you're not my therapist. Also, anymore. you know what, dude? Tell him about the kids. What about yeah. that? What yeah. about those fucking kids? Yeah, you disgusting pervert, you pig. Jesus. Uh, the girls all end up getting the letter in the mail from Stockard Channing. They got, they finally got the letter. Um, she says that she wishes, to, I wish I had talent like Elise, Brenda's humor, or and your strength, Annie. And then she says that loneliness is the real problem. So then now this is like the major plot point of the movie. Yeah. The gals get together and they talk about their loneliness and how, you know, lovely they are. And they don't deserve to be treated like this by their husbands. And I mean, agreed, but also like maybe. Also fucking then move on with your life. <clears throat> if this was, okay, if this was the first husband's club and it was three guys sitting around saying my Plotting wife, revenge my wife got ladies. sick of me and got somebody better. Like you'd be, everybody in the audience would be like, you fucking losers and find somebody else and fucking move on. Yeah. They found somebody better because you're a fucking slob now. Look at <laughs> That's what it would be. It was, wouldn't be a sad movie on them. It would be, what a glorious thing these women did by finding themselves 25-year-old attractive men instead of these fucks. That's what it would be. It would turn into that. It's fucking hilarious. But with men and women, it's so funny. It's just what... Get a job, loser. Yeah, Who cares? Get a fucking job. I'm, she I'm, was fucking I'm, paying for your shit for 20 years? Yeah, you should get a job, I'm asshole. I'm so lonely. Who cares? Lose some weight. Yeah. <laughs> Get a fucking treadmill and a job and get back out there, fat boy. That's what they'd say. That's what they'd be telling the Bette Midler character. That's what his friends would be saying. Hey, you fat fool. Yeah, you're a fat fuck now. Look at you. I, you, I, you came from the bathroom. You're sweating. Men are so weird. <laughs> we were awful to each other. That's what we would be saying to each other. Not so you poor thing. Nice. <laughs> What's how we are. We can't help it. It's how we're raised. Oh, my God. That's like the how men That's operate. Really not who can take the most of that and dish it back out? That's good. That's a good thing. You're a person everybody likes. No. Yeah, it's weird. Especially back home. It's the fucking, God, it's the center of the universe for that. <sighs> <laughs> of ball breaking. That's really sad. We'd break each other's balls when we were five. That's It's just a ingrained thing. That's really sad. But anyway, so they're talking about doing revenge, and Bette Midler is just kind of like, listen, I don't want to like, I don't want him to be hurt. I just want him to be embarrassed. 
And yes. I'm like, I guess I get it. Like, if you are 45 and then he's going out with like a 21 year old or something like that, and then you, but like in the 90s, it was that was embarrassing. Oh yeah, yeah, it that was, was the 90s, and that was it's embarrassing. The 90s. Whereas now it's kind of a little bit more like, who cares? Like now you you'd see that. Go, yeah, what do you expect? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a rich guy. And you're like, look That's at his do. midlife crisis. Exactly. We are witnessing something. Exactly. Yeah, it would be making fun of him about. It. We found a way to make fun. <laughs> make fun well, of- you just told me that you could take it. <laughs> yeah, we don't care. Oh, so, yeah. That's what I mean. We don't give a shit. It doesn't yeah. matter. So anyway, um, Bette Midler wants him to be dumped, and she says they, you know, they make the declaration that the plan is um, that all the first wives in the world should get together and stand up for their dignity and self-esteem. Yeah. You should by stop worrying about your ex-husbands and move on and That's live your life I mean. better. So, but once we find out like the bad things about them at the end, you're like, yeah. okay, that one should not be even close to spending jail time when he has a 13 year old son. Like, let's exactly. Not, let's not have let's dad not go be in crazy jail. here. Yeah, and then the other get a one lawyer should and be, take him to court. And then the other one should be in prison. One guy should be in jail. <clears throat> The advertising guy, Seventh Heaven guy, gets away pretty much. This is what I don't get. The big torment yeah. is that she took over half the agency and brought in huge accounts. And at the end, like they show her doing all this work and all these people and then around. He's sitting and he's reading, reading the advertising age. He's still a partner. He makes half the money. What the fuck does he care? Let her work yeah. her balls off. So your thing was to come in and basically make it so this guy doesn't have to work as hard, but he still makes a shitload of money. Yeah. Oh, you poor guy. Yeah. And he just kind of had to invest in the business, which is a business write off. That's what I mean. They had him. They had, they make him write checks to charity, and the guys are like, "I can't believe I have to do this." It's like you're a fucking rich guy. You do it anyway. Yeah. You'd be like, "Thank you. I need write offs if yeah. you're a millionaire like that." What but, the fuck? No. So Goldie Hawn's hus- ex husband should absolutely be in prison. Like he should absolutely yeah, be well, in yeah. prison. Yeah. Um. Nick Tortelli just. Hey, you fucking idiot. You need yeah. Uncle Carmine to put you in the meat locker and be like, what are you doing? Every store you in the world back home was started like that. Who cares? Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Just stop it now. Who cares? Exactly. It was 20 years ago. Yeah. If you went Let's... to the cops with that, they go, so you're telling me 20 years ago, this guy stole a, sold a stolen microwave? Yeah, what the fuck do shit? I care? Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, the first wives club first meeting has occurred. Um, after the meeting, they go to a gay bar to go see Diane Keaton's daughter. She found her daughter there. Um, Bette Midler found some lady at the bar who's crying because her partner left her of 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they bond at the bar. The daughter uh, seems to be very excited about the plot to take down her dad and Bill and Morty. Oh, yeah. She's jacked about this. She's like, first, she's like embarrassed that her mom is, you know, like <laughs> talking to her at the gay bar and. She's like, Mom, this is a gay bar. She goes, Yeah, and like she's like, I don't care. Yeah, she's like, like yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. And then the <laughs> okay, the great. girl that the daughter is talking to is looking at like, excuse me, Diane Keaton. I'm like, um, excuse me, no, you should be thrilled to have Diane Keaton in your presence. You should really be th- Meanwhile, Goldie Hawn's the star of the show. Dancing. She's a movie star. Her ass off. She's got an Oscar in this movie and everybody <laughs> yeah. recognizes her, so she's like dancing, but everybody's this, gathered around her. This dance really f- felt like it was cathartic for her because she oh, she's really rocking. has a drinking problem and I yeah. think she needed some joy in her life Absolutely. and just like dancing and having people like dancing and and telling her that she's beautiful she's loving it they're like oh my god i think you're so beautiful i think you're gorgeous holy shit i think you're hot and Rock she's it like out. thank you yeah like, it was, it was the just boost awesome she needed. yeah you need an ego boost every once in a while i was happy that she got it there 
These ladies like yeah, her. Yeah, she had some serotonin going. She was yeah. dancing. She was she was getting it in. So I was excited for for Goldie there. Um, and then She's Goldie popping. Hawn goes to oh sorry. Um, the daughter asks for a job at the dad's advertising agency, you know, as part of the plan. So she says, yeah. It's going to be a mole. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> mole, mole, mole. Uh, Goldie Hawn goes to the office um, that her husband, her ex-husband works at. And he starts, she starts like picking up uh, these assets, you know, around like a couch, a desk or whatever. And she's going to liquidate them as what the divorce was because he was saying he also wanted alimony from her yeah and he was a he's a film producer that produced yeah. all of her movies so yeah um it's the 90s occurs a lot this is where the first one was i think where second goldie hahn oh yeah second one um goldie hahn says to her Vincent husband. garber or victor garber yeah she's like it's the 90s bill uh, minimize. Yeah, downsize. <clears throat> that's downsize, what she says. He's right. like, well, what am I supposed to do? Because they literally took the desk out from yeah. under him as he was working. He's in his office. And what am I supposed to do? And she said, it's the 90s, Bill. Downside, which I don't yeah. understand. It's the 90s. Why? Yeah. What am I supposed to do without a desk? It's How the does, 90s. Yeah. Improvise. Improvise. Like, it was always like that? some command. It's any the way 90s you could get, yep. command. Any ridiculous scene that has no answer, you could just get out of it by. Yeah. It's the 90s. Yeah. Bye and walk out. Comma, comma, and then insert command. And here. then they cut away. Yeah. Because that's a big punchline. Um, so now we're at uh, Temple. We are watching Bette Midler's son's bar mitzvah. Um, Bette Midler's uncle is Sicilian and he seems to be connected. Yes, Uncle, <laughs> He's Carmine. uncle Carmine. Uncle, yeah. Um, and he says to her, because um, Morty brings Sarah Jessica Parker to the bar mitzvah church thing. Yes, the bar mitzvah. <laughs> No, the temple. I know what it is. The but... bar mitzvah church. Because I don't think she went to the party party. She only went to the Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Enjoy bar mitzvah church this Sunday or this Saturday. Church. This Sunday too. Jesus Christ, this is um, just as bad. No, so she seems to be upset that Morty brought Sarah Jessica Parker to the bar mitzvah, and you know what? Yeah. Probably not. Like, does Sarah Jessica Parker need to go there? She really doesn't seem like she seems to be no, into the They're kid. not married. Yeah. That's the thing. If they were married, that's a stepmom. I get it. But they're yeah. not married. He doesn't need to bring the... So, all it's going to do is yeah. irritate everybody. On the way out, uh, Uncle Carmine says to Bette Midler that, you know, on behalf of the family and on behalf of my brother, may you rest in peace. <laughs> Uh, sign of the cross. Sign of the cross. Let's get a sandwich. I've never right. seen a man put away meatballs like that. Oh. Anyway, uh, he said, I want to let you know, M- Morty is garbage. Morty is garbage, and I would be happy to take care of him for you. So he I offers like, murder. Wow. <laughs> that was... Wait, that's a great uncle, I <laughs> yeah. suppose. Which James, by the way, always tells me that the world, the world needs um, Italian uncles. Well, yeah. Cause He's they, like, everybody they... needs an Italian uncle because they always break your balls. They break your balls. They mess with you. They they take your ego down a notch while yeah. building you up at the same time. You know, yeah. they try to tell you you could do things after they tell you that you're an idiot. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing that they do. And if you ever need any help, they're more than happy to do anything for you. Yeah. Including and preferably violence. Yeah. That's the thing. So everyone needs a good Italian uncle. Yeah. But they'll tell you when you're fucking up. That's the <gasps> good part. Oh, you're an Italian uncle now. I know. This That's is what I gotta do. Well, the kid's only one and a half now. So hey, got... you little bastard! What are you fucking doing? I got to do that from now on. Oh my on. god! And I'll be you know fucking good, you little bastard. Oh my god! I'm such a good aunt. Yeah. I'm so fun. Okay. Anyway, I'm aunt of everyone's children now. <laughs> okay. Um. And then 
the she he also tells um, <laughs> that Bette Midler that a lot of Morty's stuff you know fell off the trucks. If you know what I'm saying. Everything that he sold the first year he was open fell off, fell of, off trucks. of our trucks. It may or may not have. Yeah. Yeah. Very, you know, he's very like, well, a friend of mine, like he's yeah, very, yeah. yeah. Very vaguely mafia. Yeah. So. Um, Jesse Spano is in the next scene and she is shacked up with Victor Garber. She's an inspiring actress. Um, apparently yeah. she really loves Goldie Hawn when Goldie Hawn shows up to take her stuff out of the apartment. Um, she wants Jesse Spano. Um, no, no. Jesse Spano wants Goldie Hawn to be the mom in the play that she's going to be in. Yeah. She wants to be, she wants her to be her. Yeah. yeah she wants her, her to play. Old mom. Yeah. She wants her to be the old mom. Uh, <laughs> Goldie Hawn gets mad. And then she brings up to the girls that she owns a building downtown. Um, it's currently vacant. And then they make it their like their first wives' headquarters. Their headquarters for this club <clears throat> to yeah. I don't know what they do. <laughs> At this time, we have no idea what they're doing. Who knows? But this is a lot of effort. Um, they, you know, she repossessed Victor, uh, the husband's Corvette, and like then they have to go find um, Morty's tax returns to prove that he. Oh, the Bronson Pinchot design <clears throat> yeah. scheme. Yeah. And then they need to get Sarah Jessica Parker out of the house. Um, they, she's uh, Goldie Hawn stages a lunch with Maggie Smith, and then she gets some, you know, man to decorate her house. Yeah, basically, she they lure in Sarah Jessica Parker wants to be like Miss Rich Society, right? Yeah. So the lady who's like Miss Society lady with in New the York appliance City. store. Yeah, but she wants to like yeah. parlay that into society. So, but she was she's rich, so yeah. she thinks that money equals whatever. So, anyway, this lady they set her up to go see this lady. This lady yeah. invites her to like a social lunch, and she's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" They take Sarah Jessica Parker there. She's total trash through the whole lunch. Yeah, she says she usually brings her own fat free dressing, but this dress this dressing's really good. All this shit. And then they trick her because the the style lady gives her this card. She's like, I don't know if he'll be available, but if you really want the best, mm-hmm. you need to see this guy. And it's Bronson Pinchot, obviously. Yeah. To so she really, scamming. she really wants this man to like them. Um, and it, you know, when she opens the door, it is Bette Midler's friend, um, and he's walking through the apartment, and he says that this chair is agony. Yeah. Which I loved that chair. So, <laughs> and then he kicks him out. Yeah, so house. she demands to, he demands to be in the house for one hour to bond with the space. Uh, um, and By then, himself, you need to leave. Yeah, he needs to get into it. Which he did a great job of being like really crazy and like whatever, so that the, it wouldn't they wouldn't like question it. They'd yeah. be like, okay, weirdo. Like, and back then, if you were a foreign artsy guy, you yeah. could do crazy shit like that. And people go, that's just his, that's the way he works. I don't it's know. So and they shrug their shoulders and I don't know. So yeah. he just needed an hour to masturbate But what's in funny the is floor. that if it was actually like Nick Tortelli, he'd be like, no, I'm not leaving you in my house. Get the fuck out of here. I'll be in my office. Don't bother me. Do whatever you got to do. I will decorate this place and alone. I've bonded with it. So I'm, I have a gold toilet in my bathroom. Thank you very much. Yeah. he's a, In my hall bath, it's a gold toilet. A gold toilet. Yeah, it's pretty. Anybody who shits in a gold toilet. That's some gaudy shit right there. Yikes. I want my shit to be regal. There. What I, do you need to feel like? Thou hast taken thy regal dump. <laughs> oh, no, a dump in a batch. Oh, no, we got it. Is it a dump or a batch it's, uh, in the bathroom? Hold, hold on. Let me see. Oh, it's a dump. I'm told that we're getting another batch of <laughs> dumps in the gold toilet. Oh, my God. If I hear about one more state's dumps and batches, I'm going to lose my shit. That being said. <laughs> 
Um, so <laughs> Bette Midler goes into the house and uh. she's kind of having a little bit of a breakdown because, you know, she's been the cashier working. She, you know, helped him build himself up. And now all of a sudden he's making some money. He's feeling good about himself. And he's like, I need an upgrade. Very wealthy, apparently, yeah. he is. And, yeah. and Bette Midler's like, what the fuck, man? Like, I, you know... Lawyers existed. This is the 90s, not the 20s. I don't understand why. This is the 90s. This is the 90s. I don't understand why Bette Midler wasn't getting a lawyer and suing him for more money. She should have. Yeah. If she helped him build the goddamn store and he has a lot of money, she should probably get, she should get like, a piece all of, of the store or alimony in a high amount or something, <laughs> yeah. I would imagine. She shouldn't just be fucking gone. For the writers of the First Lady of uh, the first Wives Fight Club, Yeah, if you add that in there, yeah, you where Bette note. Midler doesn't do the mafia thing, she does the- She gets a lawyer. She gets a lawyer and she- Uncle Carmine, you know any good lawyers? And Because I, I bet you Nick Tortelli didn't sign a lot of- Contracts. No, they didn't sign any prenups when they got married. They were nothing when they got married. No prenups, you know, no shit. business thing. It's just she's fucking part of it. So yeah. they're building whatever, a store bro. of pilfered electronics. What are you talking about? Um, so she's kind of having a breakdown that this is not the life. Like this is not her life. Like that Sarah Jessica Parker oh, like, yeah. did nothing. She walks and she the just gets like, to- oh my god. Yeah, this is a very 90s desk here. Um, Diane Keaton is on Morty's Window 95 trying to... uh, (laughs) That was great. uh, ...print out his tax returns, but instead she's like... I don't even know what documents she was... um, Like an Excel spreadsheet. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Bette Midler is in the filing cabinet. Looking Um, for evidence of malfeasance. Well, she's looking for his tax returns because yeah. she knows where all the folders are. She knows where the um, bodies are buried. Sarah Jessica Parker and Morty are on their way back. They are back. Uh, the friend has to distract them so that the Goldie Hawn, Bette Midler, and Diane Keaton can escape. Uh, they end up going out the balcony fire escape thing while oh, Morty God. goes and uh, dumps a ballot on the uh, <laughs> golden toilet. Yeah. Um, and then they go to the girls go on the painter thing and they like plummet to the sidewalk, which was actually pretty funny. I did Yeah, laugh. they fly down. Yeah. At one point they stop in the middle and like a couple's laying in bed and they're like, is that so-and-so Goldie Hawn's character? Yeah. Cause she's a famous person. She's like, Elise hi, Elliot. you look great, Elise Elliot. And she's yeah. like, thank you. And then they plummet down even more. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Huh? Yeah. Um, okay. Very so, old school comedy gag. Um, the window washer thing I mean that's like the oldest comedy gag and I think the Three Stooges used to do that yeah they'd be stuck on a fucking window washing thing yeah of course yeah um, the girls are back and and at the the headquarters and they are getting drunk and eating mixed nuts which that hey. looks awesome I want to eat some pistachios Let's do it. we have some uh, they, do we really fuck yeah big bag of them what a listener actually a small town murder sent us a big bag of pistachios and cheez its and oh my and God. Oreos and it's upstairs we've been eating out of it. You didn't know that there was there's pistachios under the Cheez-Its. Yeah. You hid the pistachios. No, they're from just me. under there. Just like it's a you huge ate bag. those damn cashews. <laughs> I did not eat. We have a thing about these ca- no. cashews naturally seem to no. sink to the bottom and no. a thing of no. mixed nuts. And she'll look at it and go, oh, you must have eaten all the cashews. No, 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 Meanwhile, no. if you turn it, it all over. Unfounded. It is not if unfounded. You turn it I over, have watched James fish through turn with it. his finger. But I'm not looking for pull- a cashew. I'm looking for but almonds. But you only eat. The cashews. No, I like almonds the most. I'm looking for almonds because I like to split them in half and they're all this smooth in the middle. And I find story. that. This is a likely story. 
You have no idea you how my brain works. All of my cashews. I'm OCD, and I like to split the I like to split the almonds in half, and then they have like that smooth, smooth center, and I just find it. This fascinating. sounds like you're making up a lot of information to cover up with the fact that making you up eat information. my cashews. I don't want your cashews. You eat my cashews. I don't because I don't want them. I want my almonds. <laughs> Take your your cashews and go somewhere with those things. I don't. I want almonds. Damn it. Eat my cashews. <laughs> this you is. This is where all the girls sing You Don't Own Me by Leslie Gore. Um, it, the daughter calls Diane Keaton and leaves her a voicemail on the answering machine. And she's like, hi, um, you know, call me. Uh, Dad's advertising agency. Like, we, you know, whatever. And then she's um, like, hold on. By the way, I am still a lesbian. Okay, bye. And then she hangs up. Yeah. They mentioned she's a lesbian at every scene. Also, this, like, is, well, get it. this is it's Manhattan, fine. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many black people did you see? Again, in Zero. this movie, yes, it fits right in this, the thing of these romantic... I don't know what it was about fucking white ladies that went to see movies in the 90s. Were they, 90s, were they frightened of even secondary characters being black yeah. people or background characters? Oh, my God, it's a black guy. I don't like this movie anymore. He's buying coffee in front. Yeah. I don't understand it. They live there. It's people fucking New there. York. It's yeah. There's a lot of everybody. Yeah. It's just diverse. I don't know what they were thinking. And know. those are extras. You could just hire extras. Just hire people. Yeah. yeah. A little everybody and just, yeah, pick out, yeah, give me like three of those and four, four people over there and yeah. some of these people and a woman and a guy and an old lady and throw them in a fucking mix. What are you doing? Yeah. It's it New was, York. I get it that we are supposed to like. Oh, it's, it's the whitest movie ever made. Yeah. Literally the whole movie is a bunch of women doing something because they feel bad for a rich white lady who was sort of sad and drunk and fucking killed herself. That's the whole premise. Of the, like You can't get any whiter than this movie. No, it's pretty white. It's the whitest um, movie ever. Makes Teen Witch look like Electric Boogaloo. So, oh, wow. Um, so, Diane Keaton calls, obviously. The main um, character, anyway. Shabadoo is black, but everybody else is white, pretty much. Sorry, go on. Okay, Diane Keaton obviously called Bette Midler to tell her about the advertising agency thing because then Bette Midler calls Goldie Hawn and she's like, hello, we need to, Diane Keaton's got to buy this. You know, do you know where we can get that money? And then... um, Oh, the auction. Yeah, so they, the Maggie That's Smith right. takes Sarah Jessica Parker to an auction um, with Bronson, the, Pinchot. Bronson Pinchot. And... They're like basically trying to get her to spend a lot of money, which I was like, whoa, like I understand yeah. taking these people down and like, you know, getting what Hundreds you deserve. But like you just fucking bilked him for like half a million dollars. 000. They spent one hundred forty thousand on a plate. Yeah. On a plate. And then another two hundred fifty grand on like a, a, a lounge. Thing. It, was it was a chase lounge. Yes. Yeah, um, that was forty thousand dollars. Oh, for that. Because nobody wanted that it. one. And then uh, the, she spent $140,000 on a plate, and then she apparently bought a $300,000 Lamborghini. For him. And she she's thinks. getting lectures on how much money she's spending. Um, and he's like, you know, what the fuck? Like, why did you spend this much money? And so she's like, oh, well, you haven't even proposed to me. So she, like, <laughs> yeah. turns it around on him. Maybe I should just leave, because you haven't even said when you, if yeah. you want to marry me yet. And uh, so it turns out that um, now Sarah Jessica Parker and uh, Nick Tortelli are engaged. The son is kind of freaked out by it. This is the first that Bette Midler has heard about this. And she does like she looks hurt, but I think she's processing it better. Like, I think she's like focusing on something 
like focusing on a project while it is taking down your ex-husband. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think that what she's like she just has added it to the list. She has the she has the support of two friends. Like she got to reconnect and she's like getting to work on something yeah. where she gets to focus her energy because I think that a lot of people like after they get divorced they get so angry at the other person that they just devote so much energy to them. Absolutely. And it's like <laughs> you agree. could just healthily devote that energy like you can be sad absolutely you should yeah, be sad and angry but you but also have a life to, that you, you have, need to get on with yeah you can for anybody find a good support system and then like you know like hey i'd like to try to do blah 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 yeah and make sure your therapist yeah. isn't fucking your husband that's a, that's perfect diane keaton never brought that up again no, and that's the biggest like I trespass been, like, I've anyone yeah, had on so perpetrated on them. Yeah. There are two people she's supposed to trust the most, and fucking one of them, like you know, by yeah. law is supposed to be able to trust the most. Uh, Goldie is upset because she seems to um, have the idea that Morty is getting sufficiently what for? He's getting the what for? Uh, Aaron Diane Keaton's husband is getting sufficiently what for? And no, she's he's like, no, Bette Midler, <clears throat> but not Diane Keaton's husband. Why isn't he getting in the ass? No, no, no. Goldie Hawn is like, what's? Why haven't you found anything oh, on for my me, husband? That's right. Yeah, yeah. My the man. other two, they're getting sufficiently wrecked, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like, okay, so like, what about my husband? And yeah. like, Diane Keaton's, you know, looking at Bette Midler, and she's like, I don't know what to do because I can't find anything on him. What are you gonna do? Yeah, and. You know, and she's like, what are you telling me? That my husband's not a scumbag? Meanwhile, and like, he's a Hollywood producer. Yeah. Done, I mean, Jesus Christ. Nowadays, you could find 45 so, women that he's probably exactly. done horrible things to. The girls all start to fight. Um, they call Goldie Hawn a drunk. Uh, they call Diane Keaton a pushover. They tell Bette Midler that she's fat. Uh, That's it. This fight was well, you're so fat. fucking boring. Yeah. And Bette Midler was pointing out, I mean, rightfully, Goldie Hawn's privilege. She's like, you're just fucking drunk. Meanwhile, you're a beautiful actress. Have everything. You have, like, you don't even recognize the things that you have. And yeah. instead, you're just sitting in here crying, feeling sorry for yourself. Meanwhile, you know, I got to live in some shit apartment and yeah. take care of my 13-year-old kid. And I don't have the luxury to be sad. I got a fucking, somebody then, depends on me. So Goldie Hawn calls her fat and, <laughs> and says that she likes pie. Yes. Rude. I love pie. Um, I love pie. Anyway, so um, the fight was so boring. Um, then there's um, a montage scene. Um, it's very introspective, this song, but all the girls are having moments of introspection. You know, Goldie Hawn's throwing away all of her uh, vodka bottles <laughs> and her booze bottles. she's looking at her, you know, this hallway where it's just pictures of her and an she's like, you know, what what's going on with me in my life? Like she's having a really come to Goldie moment here. <laughs> Um, and I then come to Dolly moment. Diane Keaton um, is calling her mom and daughter over to like, you know, talk her through the problem that she's having right now. Because, again, she doesn't have a therapist anymore. She's in between therapists. <laughs> yeah, I, that's have, a good way to put it. They have a little powwow <laughs> in the kitchen over some popcorn. Um, Goldie Hawn and Bette Midler have reconciled and they're trying to talk Diane Keaton into continuing on their journey in the First Wives Club. Uh, Goldie Hans goes and meets with Jesse Spano to say that she's going to be in the play. That was like, you know, she's like, I'm sober now. And, you know, probably been 24 hours, but she's like, I'm sober now. And <laughs> it's all behind me. All and I'm not vain about my looks anymore. Magically. I've just, you know, become a different person overnight. Talk about which, she. No, that's years not Years of therapy. Yeah. So to sober up and realize yeah. you're all of your internal things. She just slept on it, man. Yeah, she's she strong. Like, that Goldie Hawn. She was like, you know what? 
She is Goldie Hawn, I'm let's gonna, be honest. Yeah. I'm going to throw out these bottles, and that's going to be cathartic for me. That, And I'm going to just reflect in this room. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. You have to really, like... She just realized she gets to live with Kurt Russell and was like, I'm good. Yeah. My life is wonderful. Never mind. I don't need to drink. This yeah. isn't me. Yeah. Even my daughter's going to be a movie star, and she'll have maybe a third of my talent. That's how talented and amazing I am. But then she also makes... My offspring will be a big star. Spandex pants. And it'll be mediocre as fuck. Yeah. So Goldie Hawn goes and meets, oh, so Diane Keaton's like, and you're going to do the play? Like, you're going to be Monique's mom? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to do the play. I'm going to love it. And it's like, that's asking a little bit much of people to just like, can you just be a completely different person? Like, can you it's just go lot. against all of yeah. your instincts? Six months later, Goldie yeah. Hawn is going to be, you know, in bad shape, I have a feeling. She's going to switch yeah. her thing to a pill addiction. It's an exact, be ugly. A, like an equal and opposite backlash is not good. No, not at all. I, that's what I mean. She takes, but back then that was considered like in the '90s. You could just do that. It's you just a, yeah, made you're a right. flip. It, it is where, the '90s. Yeah, it is the '90s. Um, so, uh, so she says to Jesse Spano that she'd love to be in the play, and she's happy to be Monique's mom. And so she's asking her questions, and you know, I think we should get to know each other. Uh, Morty is filming a commercial. Sarah Jessica Parker is in the commercial as well. Botching um, lines. Botching lines like I need nobody's a low business. Quality, high cost appliance. Yeah. J.K. Simmons comes to arrest Morty. They put him in the trunk of a car. Um, and you know, you're like, oh, that's probably Uncle Carmine. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, because they're in the trunk of a Lincoln. A yeah, giant they're Lincoln. putting. They're putting some wheels in motion here, like, you know, in terms of you can tell that they've been they've organized and now right. they're starting to execute on this some of the their scene, plans. This is the scene in The Godfather mm-hmm. when all the, everybody gets killed. Yeah. That's what this yep. is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, Mo Green. Which, by the way, at the end of that, who's there? Diane fucking Keaton. <gasps> oh, my God. <gasps> That's right. You <gasps> bet your ass. And she was Michael's first wife. She was Michael's What? First wife. Actually, she was Michael's second wife because oh, yeah. he married Apollonia, Apollonia. over in Sicily, Sicily Apollonia. first. Apollonia! No! No! Okay. Seventh Heaven Guy has his first meeting at 9 a.m. The daughter is reluctant, is very excited. She's like, oh, your day is going to be hell, Dad. Your first yeah. meeting's at 9 a.m. Like, you're really in for it, buddy. Like, you think fuck, that she man? would be more like... And like, then hey, he you're doesn't, my kid. And then also he doesn't even get fucked that hard. Yeah. Mom's just like going to be a business partner with him. They broke up when she's like 22. Yeah. It's what the fuck are you mad about? Yeah. Did he raise you fine? Were they together and raising you and happy? Well, the fuck your you. Your first meeting yeah. is at 9 a.m. and your day is going to be rough. Jesus, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, who peed in your Cheerios? Thanks a lot, lesbian. That's what I'm surprised <laughs> no, that wasn't his know. response. I know, know that was a joke. She told him that on the end of the He's trying to be nah. In the weirdest way possible. Yeah. Okay. So it uh, turns out that, you know, it's Diane Keaton and she's talking about that she's kind of taking over here. And he's like, well, I'll take all of my clients because she's like, you basically have to cooperate. And he's like, no, I won't. Like, you know, people need me and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, whatever. And she's yeah, like, well, I'm got Roger 40- Sterling. I got a. No. Well, he's uh, the account man. He was like the. I thought he was the creative director. But it said accounts. Oh yeah, he stuff. was accounts. He's, he's, he's he is Roger, Roger Sterling, Sterling yeah. but he's not Roger Sterling. Well, no, Roger Sterling didn't diddle children. He at least waited until no. they turned eighteen, and then he yes. romanced them. Yeah. With booze and cigarettes. And a heart attack. And a heart attack, which would draw a lady in back yeah. in the day. That was what you did. Um. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> um. So she's doing that whole thing. And then you have a voiceover of Bette Midler talking. She's negotiating with Morty. She's like, so I'm going to basically be in charge of your... 
They're basically all like, I gave up my best years for you. I have nothing. I have to start over. So now you're going to help me get my career set up. Now, like, that's their revenge. Yeah. It's like, you're going to help me do that, which it's like, okay, good for you. Like, you guys should have gotten attorneys and you guys should have gotten yeah, that but, anyway. Okay. But that's okay. Like, you can do. <laughs> Kidnapping is yeah. another way to go. Kidnapping is a different way to go about <laughs> it. Um, so she's saying, like, you know, you're going to still be on as a controlling partner because you are Morty, but like, I helped you build your life. So I'm gonna also benefit from it as well, like Absolutely. so that yeah, and then puts so the that I have some worth, and so Diane that I think Keaton. yeah, she gives Diane Keaton a 45 million dollar client, um, and so um, <laughs> which is funny. Victor Garber turns out that she he is dating a 16 year old that's Jesse Spano, yes. so Goldie Hawn tells him about it and um threatens to go on Barbara Walters, and this one actually did make me upset because she was like like I'm not gonna expose you. And he's like sick to, I mean, he's like, well, I thought she was 21. I never like yeah. thought to ask her how old she was. And I was like, so he should have to give you all of his money because he's going to jail. That is, yeah, a 16 year old is. If Goldie bit. Hawn is 45. Yeah. Well, she did. I, I believe he's like 45. I believe because she came there to be an actress, she probably went to lengths to disguise her age, like as far as yeah. like phony paperwork and shit. I would assume so. Or like maybe it was like maybe yeah, in Arrested Development. Yeah, maybe it was like that. Or Marry I was, me, I babysit was, me. <laughs> I didn't know if it was that or if it was like a Tracy Lord's situation yeah. where she had like all this documentation saying she was 18 and she was 15 yeah. and it was like, well, fuck, what the fuck yeah. are we supposed to do? Um, all the gals have business cards. So they get they say, well, if you want to talk like, you know, basically this is what we're doing. All the girls put their dicks on the table. And oh, they yeah. were like, listen, hard. I'm not going to put you in jail for 20 years. For, you know, lifting some things off of a truck and selling them stolen, whatever. Well, this is when the daughter... And you can come to... You have to come to this building in two hours. So they're all like, you know, if you want to talk, come here. So all of them just go there. They show right up. They show right up. Um, They're having the meeting. And then the seventh heaven guy is like, um, hi, honey, can you tell me like what's going on here to the daughter? Because she's like in charge. She's like the 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 receptionist Yeah. Yeah, for the... This weird group of people. And she's like, no, dad, sorry. I can't tell you about it. And then she goes, like, when he's on the way into the meeting, she's like, and by the way, dad. And he's like, yeah. And she goes, I'm a lesbian. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I fuck kids. So, yeah, I mean, what do you think? That's nothing. He's like, yeah, so what? I don't, yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. That's fucking perfect. But that's she seems fine. to but really I'm, think like she I'm jabbed gross, him. not you. Yeah. 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 She thinks she got him good. And he was like, that's nothing. He seemed to be like, all right, cool. Why didn't you just tell me that sooner? Like, Yeah, he was like, what an odd- Love you anyway. Don't worry like, about it. What an it. odd time to tell me this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Strange. I'd love to hear more about that later. Yeah, I can't even support you because I'm being pushed into a room and yeah, having a door closed. I, I, your mom might kill me. I have no idea. But anyway, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I want to own an advertising agency. I was like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. The- I want to have an advertising agency so bad. Uh, but anyway, then they say to meet at the... Um, they go, yeah. Yeah, where do they... Now they have oh, to... they're in the office. Yeah. And this is when they're laying out their plan of like, you, you're going to yeah. pay through the ass for Yeah, this. you guys are going to pay for this. Um, so uh, they say that they want money. It looks like Morty gives $150,000. Um, and then Victor gives $250,000. I think he should, like I said, give money and go to jail. 
Um, and then there's a big montage of, you know, people looking at blueprints and the daughter holding interviews for new people to work at the first Workers wives club. Workers breaking walls down. And I mean, it's a hard hat building remodel. Diane Keaton in a hard hat. Yeah. And they're acting like they're really fucking yeah. these rich guys over because they ha- they're making a charity. So what these guys are essentially doing is just make have, yeah. making a write off. Yeah. Which is their accountants would be like, great job donating 150 grand to that charity. That's part. We really needed that. Good job. Like. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what the what the bad part yeah. for the guys is here. So now they've created the Cynthia Swan Griffin Crisis Center for Women. It's dedicated <laughs> to their friend. Um, whoa. <clears throat> which friend? Which we... uh, it offers counseling, family therapy, um, and, you know, other options, which is nice because that is it's good. Nice. I mean, obviously, uh, Stalker Channing could have used that in that moment. She every woman have... in crisis can really, really, can really, you know, put in their heart. Yeah, that, that poor, rich, drunk woman. Yeah, oh, but boy. some people obviously don't have there. There are resources like I'm sure, you know, anywhere yeah. from oh, any, a safe place. A woman to crisis be. center is a great thing, and so anywhere yeah. you have so one of those was, is good. It was good, it's a good to thing. have that. And yeah. whether you are more privileged and you're not in a situation that is dangerous or like whatever, to know that you have the option and the support of finding a therapist is helpful and also for the That's person great. who is in danger um it is good to have a a, a system uh, yeah. of people that can help you it's wonderful i'm saying it took some rich lady doing a fucking yeah. gainer off the the balcony for them to realize that those women existed what did, what that's did, what i'm trying to say did she say a swan dive bet midler i think Bette so, midler yeah. said that that being this drunk is what made her take a swan dive off i was like whoa yeah take a <laughs> swan dive onto something onto the she named a street i think i have been park avenue. i think it was park avenue yeah Anyway, um, so Kathy Lee is interviewing them, and she's saying that they are really and truly Gifford, amazing. By the way, Kathy Lee Gifford. What did I call her? Just Kathy Lee. Oh, Kathy Lee Gifford. I don't know if Gifford. everybody knows who she is anymore. Um, so she's saying that they are truly amazing ladies because the center came. She's like, so, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> yeah. you guys you guys all got together because you guys all had husbands who left you for younger ladies. Am I right? <laughs> Am and I right like, on national TV? They were like, yeah. Yeah, that Absolutely. is what happened to us. And she's like, well, you guys really are amazing. It's like, no. <laughs> Look at they, you getting they, back out there, they Grandma. They are amazing for noticing that their friend was sad and lonely and being like, yeah. you know what? I'm lonely, too, and there I'm going to fucking try to save somebody else's friend since I couldn't save my friend. Yep. Kathy Lee didn't but bring instead, that up. <laughs> they're like, you guys are really awesome because Nick Tortelli wanted to yeah. go out with Sarah Jessica Parker, which, they, by the way, totally. Bette Midler, you are the upgrade, okay? Well, I think, and no offense to Sarah Jessica Parker, well, when they have the opening, Bette Midler seems fun. When they have the opening, that they that's what ends up happening. When they open the center, yeah, but she tells Nick Tortelli to go kick rocks. No, but he wanted her, is yeah. what I meant. Like he yeah. wanted her back. She was, yeah, together, she was, but, she was the gem. Yeah, and he ended up, and Sarah Jessica Parker ended up leaving with, with the Victor, scumbag producer, yeah, who asks her how old she is as as they cut Gross. away. Gross. He should have been in jail. And she said, "What's the difference? It's the '90s." Then they cut away. Kind of. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. So, um, all right. <sighs> Morty realizes <laughs> that Bette Midler is the best too little too late because yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker is just like, got all dolled up and she's like, I'm not going in there. And then she's like, I'll just sit in the car in the yeah. Lamborghini. It's like, no, sit at home. 
do like Jane Sterling and sit home and just get like fucking shithoused drunk. And then when Roger comes home and you're like, how come you don't like me? And then he goes, shut up and puts you into bed. That's what you should do. And then the, the Lamborghini wasn't even good enough for her. She had no, to complain about like that. that. It's like you're sitting in a fucking in a house in a car that's as expensive they, as a house. They are running this event. It's the opening for the crisis center. Um, uh, yeah, that's when he's Tortelli's all up. The on gals, him. yeah. So she, you know, he cuts in and he apologizes to Bette Midler and is like, "Listen, I really fucked up." I and feel like in like, the future they're getting back together, though. Yeah, she's they're like work closely together. Yeah, because they're always working together. But yeah. she's like, you know, it's cool, but fuck you. I'm not gonna, you know, just yeah. I'm not gonna take this manipulation just because I know you're gonna fucking get bored again anyway. I give it two months. Um. So the girls are walking around and this is like all sorts of weird cameos in this party. And they're That's Diane perfect. Keaton's mom is finally nice to her, even though she seems like a pretty nice mom. She kind of breaks her balls a little bit. I mean, she said, I don't mean to criticize, but you don't have a feel for noodle. It, she could have been a lot meaner. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah, she could have been meaner, but she wasn't. Yeah. So uh, Morty tries to rekindle the spark. Like I said, Bette Midler's like, I was always amazing. You were always the fart. Like, oh my God, don't even think about it right now. Uh, Victor Garber finds Sarah Jessica Parker outside. Are you here with anybody? And she says, not really. And then she said, what's going on in there? Is it just a bunch of battered women dancing? I was like, yikes, town. Population, Sarah Jessica Parker. Holy shit, what a line. Yuck. It's cold-blooded. Hey, Um, it's the 90s. After the the party, there's a recap of the evening. Uh, Bette Midler says, we are women of the 90s. Uh, We wear (laughs) pantsuits and we sing Leslie Gore. Giant Um, pants and we sing songs. Yeah, and uh, Diane Keaton is many things, but she is not a dancer, and I love her for it. My God. It was uh, not good moves. Dude, they pull back to like this long shot of them, this and wide shot. And she looks like an animated corpse. It's the, it really looks, it's the saddest thing. And through the whole dance, like she just kind of moves her arms back. And Some of us are not dancers. She is not a dancer. And Goldie Hawn's okay. And Bette Midler is like having to tone it down oh because God, she's Bette fucking Midler Bette Midler. was going third, a third Midler. She could have just pushed them both aside and been like, She could have done the whole performance. Fucking, yeah, and they would have just been like, Jesus, never mind. She's, We're not even going to try. Yeah, Miss Broadway um, over here has got this, I think. I can't dance worth shit either, Diane no, me Keaton, neither. I'm so not please don't. I, I'm not doing it in a movie my either. My 23 so. and Me profile is 99.8% white, okay? Yeah. I No dancing. <laughs> yeah. No dancing. It's Not okay. on film anyway. Um. Anyway, I watched this and they are leaving the, the center. Uh, <clears throat> James, I got to say, I could not wear a whole white outfit and survive a buffet situation. Oh, God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Especially with those I big was, heels. Please. I was impressed. I was like, when, wow. Yeah. I said, she if she's coming out of there, she's going to have like barbecue sauce smeared on Not one side of her white dress. Not a chocolate chip stain on that at chocolate all. Chocolate chip. She's got, I, I'd be like, where are your shoes? She, you'd be like, I threw those out. I'm never wearing those again. They're terrible. I told you I should have worn flip flops. Yeah. You told me I couldn't wear flip flops because uh, it me, was a nice. I wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you told, No. When have I ever said that? that there have been some sandals I that I have wear. wanted to wear, and you were like, "Please do not wear those." They were old lady sandals. That's why, <laughs> not because they were. I was. They were just like Jesus. You don't want to do that, do you? <laughs> they, they were, were like really the old. Sketchers, like yeah, they, ones. you can't. You can't do that. No, those are for anyway, like fifty-year-old men who are walking I could around not, Target. I could not leave that party unscathed. No. I would definitely have some chocolate chip cookies. Oh yeah. 
You'd have food, like a lettuce in your hair. It'd be a mess after you left a buffet like that. Oil and vinegar stain. Fuck yeah. And I'd I be like, some, that's my some, girl. I ate some pasta salad. <laughs> and that's what that is. I'd but be anyway, into it. it is over. Thank it is fuck. done. And now we can go on to the Heigl meter. Oh, to the Heigl meter. The Heigl meter is our unit of measurement, the way that we rate our movies on a scale of one Heigl to five Heigls. Five Heigls being the worst movie you've ever seen in your entire life. One Heigl, not that bad. Nah, it's like zero to five. So yeah. Can, yeah. Um, James, I'm going to tell you to go first. I'm going first this time. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, this is one of those movies where the plot is tired. Yeah. You know, it's a tired plot. There's a lot of cliche bullshit comedy moments as far yeah. as the fucking thing going down and a lot of just a lot of like um, gender war stupidity. Like, yeah, and that's just silly shit. Whatever. It's what you expect in the movie. But the fact that like, if it was anybody but these three in it, yep. it would not be a good fucking movie. No, it agreed. wouldn't even be semi watchable. No. The fact that those three are in it, they're so good that you could watch them do anything. We right. can watch Goldie Hawn and Diane Keaton and Bette Midler do anything. Yeah. So I'm going to say it's it's punishing. Don't get me wrong. It's yeah. an hour 43. It feels like it's 220. It, yeah, that it, was a very long hour you feel 43. Every minute of it, but it's still not bad. I am going to go middle of the road for oh. our type of movie, Three Heigels, right smack oh. in the middle of the scale. Not the worst, not the best. Meh. I Hopefully, I won't run into it again. Wow. That's it. What do you have? What do you I'm going to give it 90. 90? We, we oh, are, it's the, I, I am a gal of the 90s. So 90 Heigels, that's 90 perfect. 90 Heigels, because I am a gal of the 90s. That's amazing. Uh, and anyway, that was the first Wives <laughs> Club. <it> <laughs> that was the first Wives Club. That's I was beautiful. surprised you didn't give it 90. No. I was, I was, I was taking really it surprised. seriously this time. I was surprised. I was like, he's going to so think of this one. And I was regretting asking no, you to no, go no, first, no, but that worked out this. quite well. Yeah, you got this. All right. So thank Good you job. guys so much for being here. Yes. And thank you. Uh, and hanging out along with us. And again, sorry that we were late. Uh, yeah, we do apologize <clears throat> for that. But uh, yeah, unhelpable and uh, it's better this way. Mesmerizing. Yeah, it's circumstances. Mes- yeah, it's just. A- it was more like there was no like. There was a lot going on, and we were like, we just had to see it. I don't know if yeah. you're in the rest of the world. Not, and this is we're not going to talk politics at all. But if you're in the rest of the world, like, you know, we were having this election, and it was lingering on, and it's this was going kind on of the, like a week. Yeah, this is kind of the culmination of it, and they called the the state that made the, kind of tipped the whole thing, and we were all just kind of. Just waiting all week for an answer yeah. to what the fuck is happening. And it was kind of a just a, well, we have to watch everything. And then because both sides were freaking out in their own way. And yeah. The, you know, so the, the right was freaking out over here. The left was. So we were just like, we have to watch. Yeah. To see what's going on here. We it can't was, watch the first Wives Club right now. Yeah. This it is was, way more strange. It was funny. One of my friends, uh, she had texted me and she was like, I'm going to take a shower. Watch as soon as I get in the shower. They're going to call it. And yeah. I was like, no. Oh, my God. They're, we're never going to hear anything about a result. And then, boom, a batch and a dump, <laughs> and then there you go. Yep. Last batch, last dump. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So thank so, you for bathing. Yeah, thanks for waiting. If it was your fault for, if you guys bathed and you were like, you know what? Fine. Fuck it. I, if I just go do this, I'm not going to miss anything. And then you did. Yeah. Um, anyway, if you are if you don't want to miss any bonus episodes, which you should be more exci- you should be more regretful for not watching. Oh, yeah. Um, or listening time. to listening not watching. Yeah. Um, it's at patreon.com slash you got high gold y-o-u-g-o-t-h-e-i-g-l-d again we are playing the make your own rom-com oh, so much fun 
game, and we are going to be adding in the decades. Yes, I can't wait. So the decades will be fun, I think. Um, That's yes. going to be good and stuff. Then, please, Jones. Uh, yes, if you like this show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars if you like it. If you didn't like it, don't fucking worry about yeah. it. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, we're not um, we're not killing people over here. You don't have to. It's fine. We're talking shit about romantic comedies. So if you want to hang out with us and listen to us shit on your favorite movie, and that's another thing I love. This this too. is free. Don't be a dick. Yeah, that's that what way. I love too. Is <laughs> like, that like I'll post relax. what movie we're doing, and people are like, "Oh, I hope you guys don't hate this movie," and I'm like, "Well." Well, no, a lot of the movies we do. We do movies that we cut, that we like. A lot of the movies we don't hate. I love Splash. It was one of, of my favorite we love movies. Splash. I love. But you know, we're, we, a lot we of can we, we can like. hate some certain parts of it. Yeah, that's a, we. I can know something's terrible and yeah. still enjoy it. That's life the thing. is worth complaining. I've about. seen Rhinestone fifty times because yeah. it's awful and I love it. Yeah. So there you go. That's what I'm. We saying. watched The Postman on purpose. Oh, I've seen it. 75 yeah. times life is worth complaining about okay so like just let us have our thing definitely um, if you want to talk to us on social media it's facebook twitter instagram.com slash you got high gold y-o-u-g-o-t-h-e-i-g-l-d uh, we have merchandise there's highgoldyourself.threadless.com james somebody asked for yes. an i'm a belding gal I'm a belding gal. That's awesome. I'm a belding gal shirt, so I do have to make that one. And then then we had Jesse Spano tonight. (gasps) How fucked is that? Oh, my God. We had belding and Spano, and then we had Carla Tortelli, and we had that combination from Cheers. And Diane Keaton was in The Big Wedding. This is great. Wow. Very short degrees of separation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So then if you want to follow me and talk to me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Sarah H is funny. S-A-R-A-H H is funny. Um, I do complaint Mondays every Monday on Instagram. So we just talk about our petty complaints. Um, Yes, absolutely. And they're funny too. Yeah. Some of them are really funny just because, you know. I love them. It makes me feel better because I really hate everybody trying to be so positive all the goddamn time. Absolutely. So, um, also, I have um, my books on Amazon. They are Small Potatoes, Mouthwatering, Musings of a Misanthrope, and Leftover Bee from a Lovable Curmudgeon. Uh, they are on Amazon or BarnesandNoble.com. Um, and they're funny. Get those damn books. Yeah, I Quick just I complain about public bathroom policies. And- She's downplaying, but they're very funny. And about, I would read them if it was a, if it was a book that I was looking for, it's kind of, you know, nonfiction really doesn't fucking mean anything. It's, it's just funny, kind of, if you're deep. having like a bad day. Great bathroom material. Wonderful. That is a very high compliment. It's Thank a you. great, I love ba- that. it's a quick, this is like perfect bathroom book. It's perfect. <sighs> You'd love it. Not that you could read it in one sitting, but I mean, it's a great book because you can read dump. short, because it's short bursts of things. So yeah. it's like, it's perfect. You'd love it. Read that the is, damn book. That's a high compliment that it is bathroom reading is. material because, you know, it's that's true. all I've ever wanted. You got it. I want my, my tombstone people will, to People say, will poop to you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, poop, <laughs> poop to my wife's writing. <laughs> Just tell people how they can talk to you. I'm at Jimmy P. is funny. You can also listen to me on my other two shows, Crime and Sports, every Tuesday, Small Town Murder, every Thursday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, and we have some fun people that have uh, joined us on Patreon, Joined the Madness. Yes, tell us about Um, that, please. I want to know. I have uh, Shad Grim Gravy King. Oh, Courtney Shad Grim, Grim Gravy King. That's a handle. Oh. I like it. Edward Kaczynski, Mike <laughs> Himes, Isabella T, 
Chelsea Rumpka? Rumpsa? Rumpsa. She even put the fucking thing there and I didn't read it. Do you, you know why? Rude. Rude. Gonna hit this one. I'm gonna hit this one great. Ready? Michelle McMorris. Easy. Boom. Easy, easy. Nikki Mayone or Nikki Mayone. Hey. <laughs> Nikki. Casey Locke. Oh! <laughs> Casey Locke. <laughs> James Adkins. Zachary Lee. Look at me. I'm <laughs> Zachary Lee. And then Ruben Rodriguez. Thank you so much for that, everybody. Thank Honestly. you guys for hanging out. Um, enjoy the bonus, I hope. Enjoy Make Your Own Rom-Com when it comes out. And then we will have another episode coming out on Saturday. You know it. But we thank you for joining us. We thank you for continuing um, to be part of the International Ass Nailers. The International Pyramid, Pyramid of Ass <laughs> The International Brotherhood of Ass Nailers Incorporated. That's, we're going to have to. That's the International Pyramid of Ass Nailers Incorporated. That's you know what? Yes. We're going to this out later. We got it. You broads, you ass nailers. You got it. You know what we're talking about. You guys know what we're talking about, and you know what we're about to tell you. Go heigle yourselves. Go heigle yourselves, everybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.